Well, hello everyone. Welcome along to another episode of the Zoom Zoom Show. We are into part two of our three-part series, looking back on 2022. This is the first episode in that three-part series where we're really going to dissect each of the individual event groups across athletics. So we've got long distance running. So I've called that everything 5K and up, or I think it was 10K and up. There's a bit of a debate around how where we should dissect distance running from middle distance running. So we've got distance running, which stretches right up to ultra marathons. We've got middle distance running, which for this we're calling 800 meters to 5K. And then we've got sprints, of course, uh, which includes hurdles. And then we have throws and jumps. So we're going to look at male, female across all those different event groups and work out, have a little discussion about the athlete of the year. Of course, it means nothing in the big scheme of things, but it's a great way to just dissect what happened and reminisce on what has been just an amazing year of New Zealand track and field. So I hope you enjoy this first show of the look back onto 2022. In this show, we look at distance running, middle distance, and also throws. Uh, or is it jumps? Jumps. Jumps. We're not quite onto throws yet. That'll be in the next edition along with sprints. And I do have to apologize. There are a couple of uh, little moments towards the end where the sound sort of cracks out. My mic was a bit dodgy on the day. So I've done my best to patch that up. Um, so hopefully uh, you will be able to hear that all good and I hope you're all having a wonderful uh, summer holiday if you are on holiday and able to enjoy this amazing New Zealand uh, weather and we will let you go and enjoy the show and we'll be back for episode three in this three-part series very soon. And we're away, the final of the 100 metres, here we go. Tell you what, she's given it a decent old nudge there. Yes! Over 60, that's what she was looking for. The pack is chasing, the pack is trying to hunt them down. So aggressive in her crossover steps as she whips that through. Opened up a 15 metre gap on the Olympic bronze medalist. Can he hold it together? Here he goes, putting his foot down. She's on the toe, she gone. We are at the end of 2022, and looking back on the year, it's just been such an epic year of athletics. So, um, at the start of the year, I sat down and basically wrote down 15 potential, maybe probable, um, New Zealand records that we might have, and um, we've had seven of those being broken, which has been epic from all those athletes who have done that. Like, obviously, the big, the big two famous ones, the 100 metres, men and women, have been both been broken, but also, like, the 4 by one um, and the women's javelin, 400 hurdles. It's been very epic. So what we thought we'd do is do a recap of the year and basically pick out the, the highlight athletes across uh, all the, the different event groups and... Um, Work out who's the athlete of the year in each of the divisions. So let's start with the with the distance. So I'm calling this like 10k and up. Um, mm-hmm. You might include 5k in there, but I thought that'd be a good way of, of dividing it. So just 10k right up to ultra marathon, um, including the walk. So these these are the endurance beasts. So uh, names that I've put in there four four key names to start with: Hannah Miller, Laura Nagel, Lisa Cross, and Ruth Croft. So Ruth Croft is in there because of just an epic win in the um, Western States 100 miler, uh, which is one of the premier yeah. ultra marathons. And as far as the general public goes, that you know, especially the, in the running world, that's probably the most significant yeah. win. Um, 
just so epic from from Ruth. Lisa Cross is in there, um, bringing her marathon PB down to two forty one and getting second at the national champs for the marathon and the New Zealand cross country title. And I think she's almost pushing forty somewhere. She's late late thirties, so that's pretty impressive. Um, Laura Nagel just dominated um, everything in the mid distances. Um, Domestically, so I've also got her in there with doing a one fifteen half, um, and then Hannah Miller back from the states. She um, picked up almost every endurance national title you can, mm. except for the cross country. Yeah. Um, so ten thousand meter title, ten k title, half marathon title, and marathon title. That's mm. that's a cool. lot of gold to yeah. hang on the shelf. So um, yeah, any any thoughts from you two? Tons. <laughs> <laughs> and go. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, Hannah Miller has won everything there is to win this year. Mostly. Um, but Ruth Croft what? is the most famous New Zealand athlete that you've never heard of. And I'm talking to the general public right now. Um, like, uh, Not that Instagram followers are any indication <laughs> yep. of, you know, uh, ability. But she has a huge following a ridiculous following and the fact that she's not a household name in New Zealand especially in New Zealand athletics like yeah. because people just put ultra runners in this other little category they're like they're weird we don't want to talk to them but Ruth winning the Western States is huge yeah. massive and winning that alone for her I reckon I would oh gosh that you can only run so many ultras in yeah, a year that's the and so the fact that she's only won one yeah it shouldn't i don't think detract from the fact that i think she's the female athlete of the year but hannah very like obviously domestic king queen should i say yeah domestic queen hannah Meller, but athlete of the year probably goes to ruth yeah i have to agree i mean like ruth's a queen mm. in the ultra marathon community mm. you know like if you go like, i've got friends who run ultras and they're like ruth ruth's a god and yeah. like to win that as well like that's like huge. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Ruth. And when you talk about who's the most well-known New Zealand distance runner in the world right now, like if you're in running in France or America, yeah, it'll be Ruth Croft. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm actually, so. gonna, I'm actually gonna look up how many Instagram followers she has. Yeah, on the how, how many do you guys reckon? I have a little guessing game. It'll be in, in the somewhere. It's in the case. Two hundred. Yeah, hundred k. Two hundred. Two hundred followers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thirty four point seven thousand. Okay. So still that's huge. Still pretty big. Yeah. We really raised it up there and then we uh, (laughs) we we highballed it. She is huge. Our household name. Yeah. Athletes. That's so many, man. Yeah. She is so famous. Yeah. But oh yeah. Also, other notable mentions, Georgie Greek has been based in London, um, and she's uh, she posted at 33.59 10K, mm. which is the fastest in New Zealand this year. Um, so that's that's pretty impressive. She's sort of just quietly going about her work in, in the UK. Um, Catherine Camp becoming a, a true distance runner. Yeah. Um, yeah, graduate from the two laps. Yeah, hitting the, hitting the standard for the World Cross, and Sarah Drought has also been quietly coming back from kids and and making a bit of waves as well. So, um, but I think we all agree Ruth Croft takes out the, yeah. the women's right male distance ten uh, k plus. Uh, this is where we've we've got more uh, 
kind of crossover, I guess Julian Oakley has, has proved a point that he should be in the discussion for the, the mid-D guys as well um, after last night. Uh, but Julian Oakley taking the 10,000 metre title on the track plus the... Um, the restart, oh, sorry, another, the reboot half marathon. Yeah, yeah. The de- one, debut in 103. That yeah. was insane. Yeah, that was, that was pretty impressive. And that's still the New Zealand lead this year cool. for the half marathon. So pretty epic. Matthew Taylor looked amazing at the uh, New Zealand cross country champs, taking that out ahead of yourself. <laughs> you kind of faced him, didn't you? And then he rolled, rolled past. But I definitely have to um, put um, Matt Taylor up there as one of the, the nominees. Um, Jake Robertson. I think we kind of forget that he did that 210 um, in Amsterdam earlier in the year, uh, 210 marathon, and a 28.06 to win the Great Manchester Run. So those those great, I think they've got um, three of the kind of great runs, and um, mm. great branded runs in, in the UK, um, and for him to take out that, that Manchester Run with the 28.06, that's pretty, pretty impressive. Ollie Chignall, um, also over in the UK, dropped that big 27.52 uh, in the 10,000 metres at the Night of 10,000s, and that gets him up to 8th all-time in the 10K. Um, and then notable mentions, Caden uh, Shields with his 2.13 PB in the marathon in Hamburg, uh, Dan Belchin uh, running, winning that re- reboot marathon in 2.15, Matt Baxter's 12th at New York City Marathon um, time was 2.17 but um, times in New York are kind of yeah. irrelevant and then Cam Avery let's oh, put you, 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 you in oh, thanks, guys. you got the New Zealand <laughs> mountain running title um, and yeah new, uh, new 10k no that's actually not no that's not true but 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 thank you road road kind of sort of actually no still not but thank you for including me i feel this was hastily added at the end of the thing (laughs) i noticed i am at the end oh gosh it's it's got so many spelling mistakes (laughs) (laughs) no thank you guys you're too kind to me yeah um i mean you did pace matt taylor to to the new zealand cross country title and he is a teammate Yes, yes. Love that man. Yeah, there we go. So that's your lineup. It's pretty hard to, to that's pull, hard. pull this one apart because Jake Robinson, had, by his standards, hasn't had the best year ever. Um, but 210. Yeah. 210 still 210. <laughs> Cam, any, yeah. any thoughts? You're, you're, you're just getting over that you made the nominees. I yeah. am. I'm just still blown away. Objectively, Jake Robertson's probably got the best, ha- done done the the best. World Athletics points table. World Athletics points. If you were about World Athletics points, he's probably the athlete of the year. Okay. But I will not be voting for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we've got three people voting for uh, uh, for, uh, for a winner. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but you're right. It is harder, as you said, Alicia, yeah. because it's not like in the woman where you've got someone who has swept everything. In the middle mm. distance, Julian, I think, should be on that middle distance list because he swept every single domestic race bar nationals yeah. and was nigh on unbeatable throughout the year. But you don't have that across the... Um, across the winter season, which is where the majority of the 10K and up races come from. You've got, obviously, Julian did really, really, really well still. Um, and if you went pure distance from 
if you took this down to five, 15, if you went 1500 and up, I'd say Julian was our athlete of the year. But if you're going 10K and up, it's so hard because, yeah. you know, Ollie just became one of the fastest New Zealanders of all time earlier this year, but he hasn't raced that much. Yeah. Um, and then Matt Taylor won gold at Nationals, which was outstanding. But then again, he's had a little bit of. Um, he was unlucky not to be able to come from race last night. Um, mm. He got COVID. Uh, for the oh, true. First oh, time, he no. was Rats. even a man as handsome and strong as him couldn't yeah. fend it off forever, and he got it for the first time it's the other the week. Beast of us. Yeah, but yeah, no, I don't Alicia know. Alicia hasn't had it. I haven't had it. Um, wow. I know. She's I, I don't know how I've lost it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like yeah, I haven't had it. I'm trying to. Maybe I'm, you've I'm got playing COVID ninja. I'm playing COVID ninja. <laughs> And it's a bit shit. It's a bit stressful, but that's fine. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I was going to say you've got the immune gene, but both your parents got it, so mm. probably not. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> and my brother's had it too, so okay, I'm the yeah, only one. That theory's gone. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very hard to split this apart. And I think the, the fact is that a lot of the runners in this nomination list didn't run that much through the through the winter. Mm. So we didn't see much from Julian. Um, he no. didn't have a great day at National Cross from memory. Um, and obviously we, we don't see the, the Robertsons racing in New Zealand um, much each decade. <laughs> Roughly sort of once, once every 10 years we'll, we'll get to see them here. Um, and then, yeah, Ollie, like you say, didn't have that many other races once he, he got back in, in New Zealand yeah. after um, what was a really good European tour for him. So very hard to call. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, it's not. I totally took it, take it back. It's not hard to call. Julian is. Julian is Julian. because he's won. Okay, so Julian has lost two races this year to New Zealand competition in the... Uh, let me double check this is correct. Since National Track and Field Championships, I think Julian has not being the first New Zealander in two different races. One was Gold Coast Half, where he was the third finished New Zealander behind Michael Voss and myself, but Julian almost undeniably had COVID. He did not test positive, but he was sick as a dog, yeah. and he didn't run, like, that whole week, and then he ran. He still ran, like, 65 in that, uh, that half after doing his debut 63. Then he came back and he raced National Cross Country, where he was still probably had the lingering effects of that illness, and he got fifth, which was a shame for him. But then, since then, he has won the Auckland half, I think. He won the Auckland, he won the Auckland half Double as well. And he won the 10,000 uh, agency. And he won this one oh, tonight, which, which I know doesn't count for this 10K and up. But no, Julian, for me, especially because he's not going to get the middle distance one probably because... Uh, he's just not going to get selected. We've got legit world championship final finalists in there. But Julian, for me, is uh, all the blah, blah, blah. What am I saying? What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Athlete of the year. Yes. Yeah, athlete of the year. And a part of it is how I've done the uh, done the event group. Mm. So I, I call it 5K and below is, is mid-D. Argue, but yeah. officially, you sort of end mid-D around that 3,000-metre mark. And then it becomes distance. That's but I do, I do like how you've done it, though. I like how you've done it. Because I had to go up to ultra and like yeah, the five pound ultra. That's yeah, such a, yeah. That's so different. The worlds apart. Yeah. So Julian's right up there. You're right. He's had a wonderful, wonderful uh, year. 
3,000 metre title, mile title. And he knows half are still in Z lead as well. So one of the one of the fastest they've still working full time. Yeah, pretty impressive. Um, I'm going to give it to Jake. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to Jake Robertson. Uh, That's going to be my call because I would love to run 210 for the marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? eh? Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Would I would I take the 13:29? Um, and a few national titles or a 210 marathon I probably would take the 210 marathon because yeah. that's going to look really good on your Instagram <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's like way better right. than my 239 <laughs> marathon so, so much clout so <laughs> much clout for that oh, so man. what looks better on, in terms of numbers I'm, I'm going to go with, with oh, my friends. Jake yeah. yeah, and winning the, the Great Manchester run. That's pretty epic. That That's is good. true. Yeah. That is true. And Shit's going on there. Great, great story with that because he wasn't one of the athletes that was introduced uh, at the start line, which is oh, quite true. crazy. So that's got a bit of fire under your belly, eh? Like, Love's not When you're one of the elite runners and you don't get introduced and you take down every run. That's, that's a cool story. Um, yeah. What about you, Alicia? I'm honestly your, like, your vote, I was looking between Julian and Jake. I also was looking at, like, Matt Bax is 12th at New York just because that's such a massive marathon. And debut. And it's his debut. debut. Like, just a all the time. I feel well. like those, that event, you just don't look at the time. You just look at where you came in the field. And it was unseasonably hot in yeah. New York as well. Tough yeah. course. And like... Pro- probably... No, you, can't, you can't say what it was worth, but I would say pundits, experts, not me... But ex- proper experts would probably say that was worth like a two twelve yeah. on a on a nice day on a flat course. Exactly. What would yeah. twelve get you at Berlin? You'd probably sub two ten. Faster than that. You, you was... You'd have to go down to probably twentieth before you get over um, mm. two ten in Berlin. But then you get a lot of people going to Berlin to run times. Whereas yeah. New York. It's, it's a, a different. It's, it's a real a races uh, marathon yeah. because you typically don't have paces at New York. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you, that's why you see a lot of the Americans, like a lot of the people who can't, <laughs> literally cannot tangle with the yep. top Ethiopians and Kenyans and Ugandans, the guys who can't run 204s but are very, very good marathoners, you'll see them show up to New York and you'll see them show up to Boston mm-hmm. because they're unpaced I, be- I believe New York is unpaced I may be wrong about that actually Boston might be the only one's unpaced but they're hilly marathons mm-hmm. so sometimes the East Africans steer clear of them because they're gonna, they can get a good far, they can get a good payday but they're slow mm. interesting uh, did you have a final call on that? Oh, one? I don't. Alicia, oh my god! I to be, I'm flipping between Julian and Jake, which makes shit harder. Just because, sit on the fence. Yeah, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I be a fence? Yeah, jump, picture? jump on that fence. Because <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping one of you guys would take the. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't be a fence. I'm sorry. I'm not like Hayden. You got. You got to make a call here. Flip a coin? No. Mm. Oh, it's, and I'm Jake. so swayed of last night as well. Julian's race. Like that, that time in, in London was pretty. It was good, but we can't start. We, we can't start bringing more people into this. Oh, no, this already, already, like, it's already hard really, enough. Really hard. Oh, Go, Alicia. I feel. What about? I feel like I'm most excited this... for the future because Ollie's starting to. Show okay, that, some... that's actually a really good point. Yeah. But then we go through your tie. So <laughs> does that even work? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also having like a. 63 debut for a half 
pretty cooked, right? It's pretty cooked. And he did that by himself. Oh. Yep. Solo. No paces. You know what? That's actually quite... Maybe I'll go for that. <laughs> okay. All right. There it is. There it is. Julian, well done. You are the male distance runner of the year. And so, jumping over uh, to mid-distance. And I wonder if we stay with the boys, because Julian has sort of crosses over yep. into that group. Um, so, my nominations here are James Preston going number three all-time in the in the 800 metres with that 145.30. Again, should have been at the Com Games, um, but we can talk about that later when, we're in, when the mics are off. Uh, Brad Mathis, um, world champs, uh, got seventh in his, in his heat. So great. he did. What I loved about Brad was he went to Japan and just like raced so well mm. to get his his place on that world champs team. Got the points he needed. Um, and yeah, he, he did really, really well. And I'm excited to see what Brad and James can do in the 800 this year. Sam Tanner, um, I mean, number two all time. Best, happiest, what do you say? Most happiest six yeah. 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 Uh, And the Com Games to do 331 takedown, like John Walker, Rod Dixon, Peter Snell, all, all those big names. Um, and to just be second only behind Nick Willis is incredible. Mm. Um, and missed the world's final by just one place from the semi-finals. Um, yeah, and ran that New Zealand champs uh, from the front, which was cool to see as well. Geordie mm-hmm. um, Beamish, I think he started the year. If you finish, Inside. yeah, yeah, up until sort of world indoors, you'd be like, "This is our guy." The like the way he did ran the indoor season in the Northern Hemisphere was insane that win Milrose uh, yeah that was beautiful in the 3,000 metres taking down Cole Hawker yeah that's amazing Cole Hawker and Cooper Tier in the last with a textbook George kick it was pretty good that was that was great to watch Um, fastest fastest negative 400 after you finished yeah yeah he like did like a a flying 200 after he finished because he was just so hyped (laughs) I swear he clocked like a sub 30 like like last 200 it was amazing did the like Usain Bolt style just carry on sprinting he's just going that's awesome Uh, yeah so he he definitely lit things up other things that he did he so made the comp games got 6 we didn't get to watch that on TV thanks Sky Um, got 12th in the heats at uh, the Worlds with a 13.36 and we can talk about that a little bit more indoor record uh, in the 5000 metres 13.36 and 10th at World Indoors something Um, else to note as well Geordie um, was one of the only people well not one of the only people but one of a select group to beat uh commonwealth 1500 meter champ ollie Hoare over the 1500 this year geordie actually beat ollie in a kind of a head-to-head race they had over in california and he beat him so if we're talking about that it's a i mean it was a small field very very small but and is his training partner so i don't know how much talk you put in it but he's got some scalps this year he's got some scalps for sure um probably wouldn't have had the world champs and com games that he quite wanted, but no. still like put in really yeah. good showings. I think the key for him is that he's. I mean, we're getting into a, a whole other thing now mm. in terms of his longevity, but he had a full season. He had a full oh, season without so injury, and that is so big for Geordie. 
He's con- he was constantly injured for the last five years. And so to actually have a full season where he could race is awesome. That's cool. Hamish Carson is my other nominee. Um, he's really defined himself now as a true 5K runner from, mm. from being the 1500 guy for so mm. many years, based in Europe now. Um, so it's sixth all time for the 1317 5K. That's just epic. And um, 12th at the World Champs semi final with the 1337. I think they were quite tactical away from, from memory, those, those semi finals. And then it was just the massive throwdown yeah, over right. the last mile yeah um, yeah so they're my nominee, nominees James Preston Brad Mathis for the 800 Sam Tanner Geordie Beamish and Hamish Carson man we've got some we've got a humdinger to yeah. do here I think all these guys are up in like top mm. three top mm. four ever in their event groups yeah. it's oh. hard to split this one it is it's exciting to see our depth though yeah it's so good to have all these guys racing at the same time. And I think that everyone in this list gets an award. Yep. Hamish Carson, highest voice. James, <laughs> James, uh, James Preston, biggest trooper award because he got absolutely railed and barely complained. Yeah. And he also showed up to every domestic race this year and absolutely dominated. Brad Mathis and Geordie, tie for the handsome award. Fair enough. And then, to me you got to go Sam for the actual athlete of the year. Yeah. Um, and think about how good Sam could have been if he just, uh, if he just got the jab a little bit sooner. Hey, Sam. <laughs> God. He just should have got it. What's he doing? You Sam, you, you silly goose. If you're wondering what jab we're talking about, we're not talking about anything uh, on the band list. This oh, is sorry. Oh, I was talking about that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That is my this fault. This is the COVID Yeah, vaccine. also the COVID vaccine. Why did you get that, Sam? Bro. <laughs> Two shots of that <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam, Sam decided that he didn't need to get the jab because all he wanted to do was surf. And I respect that. But, yeah, no, Sam, 331. Oh, can't yeah, pass can't it up. It, World Athletics points, that's got to be yeah. the best, right? And mm-hmm. his, his, for his age, 331 in the Commonwealth final at the end of a long season. One of the all-time world like global finals yeah oh gosh yeah that, yeah. that was insane oh like that race that yeah. was absolutely insane so yeah for me Sam world athlete of, why do I keep trying to say world athlete of the year I'm getting <laughs> way ahead of myself of New Zealand uh, middle distance for me athlete of the year <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I agree Alicia. yeah like I can't shy away from that second of all time and and our golden event Yep. That's the other thing. It is yeah. blue ribbon. Like, that's our thing. God, we all want to be milers, don't we? Yep. God, what I wouldn't do. <laughs> I, everyone, I, I'm i just amping, like, I'm a massive fanboy of all these guys, like, and I'm, I, I'm so excited about James Preston and Brad Mathis hopefully breaking Peter Snell's record. Yeah, uh, like, get those two to race. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. 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 The hour, and then having... James Harding as well oh in that week. Oh, we didn't even mention James Harding. Oh, yeah. James Harding. Yeah. Um, well, true. You, yeah. Like, James Harding should be on that list because he got the New Zealand under 20 record mm. and then got. Did he get fifth? Did he, get, did, he, did he make the final at Worlds? At World under 20s? I can't remember. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, James. Please don't hate me. Oh. We're getting old. Our memory's not that great. I know. But James, did, he did bloody well. He did yes. bloody well. Um, and I think he made the final. 
I walk. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, the suspense is absolutely killing us. Do you make it? Twelfth in the final. Twelfth in the final. And uh, no, you can't get twelfth in on in the final for an eight, right? They didn't have twelfth no. in the final. So, oh, okay, sorry. So, there was fifteen. There was oh, fifteen. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Bring up the eight. Okay. Da, 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 da. The suspense. <laughs> There we go, sixth. Yes, I knew it. So James, sixth in the world for the under 20s. Uh, James has to be up there. I still think Sam is the winner, unfortunately. But James, you can get the Kudos Award and also my apologies for forgetting about you. (laughs) Yeah, there's some some big watch the space in in the men's midday. That's that's for sure. And I think James Preston and Brad Mathis are both watch the space because I want to see that record go down. Mm. Um, Hamish Carson, who knows, like 13, 17, training with all those Europe, Europe, European guys. Geordie Beamish with his Beamish kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but, still think that Geordie needs to, like, this is a hot take. It's not even a hot take. Geordie needs to go back to the 15. Uh, Geordie, you're amazing in the 5K. <laughs> and I, but my, my dude, my dude, one, Respond to my Instagram messages. And two, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He actually is pretty good. Uh, he doesn't need to respond to me. Uh, but I know like this podcast is becoming it's a personal. Can for his grievances. It is. Yeah. I'm airing them. Uh, no, um, but Jordy, in my opinion, is uh, as good of a 1500 meter runner as Sam, and I think that uh, it. I don't know. I'm not his coach. I'm not Dathan Ritson Hine. What do I know? It's tricky. He's probably a 3,000 meter runner. Oh, he's perfect at 3,000. Yeah. And it, mm. it's awkward when you are in the middle. Um, yeah. But I think looking at like Jacob Engerrickston, he's shown that you can you can span between both worlds. Both, yeah. But yeah. if your body holds up, like, yeah. we know that Engerricksons are doing crazy amounts of sort of threshold yeah. work and stuff. So and that, yeah. that's the thing about Jordy. He has the all the tools to be um, a world medalist in the 5K. And that's that's the thing because he has some one of the nastiest top end speeds mm. in athletics for the mid distance. Everything from the fifty, you would struggle to find someone with a higher top end speed than Jordy uh, in between the fifteen hundred and the five and the ten k. But the problem is he he falls it. He's got a problem and he knows it. And he's 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 admitted it on multiple occasions that he loses his concentration in those five k's. Uh, okay. And he just he and that it's comes with experience. Gosh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's like the classic Netflix or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think that the right and maybe that'll come with experience. Maybe he'll maybe he'll uh, learn and he is learning. He learned. We saw the development that he had even this year compared to last year. Um, but so, I think that he'll eventually be a world not only a world finalist, but I think he's going to be top five. At a world championship or an Olympics, um, call him there now. Whether it's in the fifteen or the five, I think he could do it in whichever one he puts his mind to. It's cool. There's, there's raw ingredients there to be pulled together. Exciting. Um, so I think we give it to Santana. Yep. Um, after all that said, so there we go. There's our distance and mid distance winners, and we'll take a short break and be back with the sprints, throws, and jumps. All right, and we are back, and of course we missed the women's middle distance. Uh, we were getting too carried away and wanting to get to the sprints as fast as possible. So my nominations here, we've got a few of them. Um, in fact, a lot of them are kind of going off the side of the screen. So I've got Laura Nagel because she won everything on the track this uh, yep. this summer. Um, 
and was yeah just unstoppable so gold in 1500 3000 mile and 5000 that is just an insane summer holly manning um new zealand 800 meter title and bringing her pb down to 20376 and i think the lead for um new zealand 800 meter woman at the moment like the top six all have pbs and there's yeah. just like pbs all down down the the, the leaderboard so cool that these girls are getting uh, faster and faster. Alison Andrews Paul with, uh, Paul with a 201.43, she won last night. Um, Jenny Hawke with a 202.94 so she's sitting in number, number 2 on the 800 uh, list. Maya Ramsden who has been over in the States just uh, running her socks off, just uh, amazing. So getting 10th in the NCA Outdoor Champs uh, in 1500 meters in a time of 412 which is a pb 11th the college cross country champs and then an 854 3000 meters indoors i realize sorry to interrupt you Hayden. we really should have had meyer up there in the distance actually like the 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 distance athlete of the year as well that 11th place finish at national cross was outstanding she won the she won the heps title and she won the NCAA regional title as well, both comfortably. Um, she she's a talent. But please continue. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. Back to my um, poor distinguishing between mid D and, and distance. But <laughs> Georgie uh, Greg also uh, puts her her hand up for this one as well with a nine oh nine PB in the three thousand meters, and then a fifteen fifty one PB in the five thousand meters. So she's been dropping PBs every other weekend and then uh, Becky Green over in Melbourne has had a really ha- had a really good summer with uh, 205 in the 800 415 in the 1500 and 1556 in the 5000 meters so a lot of names in there gosh probably we're talking Laura and Maya mm. in the states I mean it's hard to go past Man, what Maya Ramston well. has done yeah yeah it is and it's tough and Laura has again so we've talked about it for a few of the different uh, um, categories so far Laura's won every single mm-hmm. thing that she um, set her mind to this year um, it, especially on the track she didn't do not get beaten this entire track season and she doubled at nationals beating Holly in the 8 sorry in the 15th yeah. should I say yeah. which was no mean feat um, and yeah and all yeah. the girls behind her are uh, PBing like yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of girls lining up. Yeah, but then, the, and this is a bit of a knock on Laura. She didn't. She, and this is no, she she didn't. Um, she never tested herself against international competition. Yeah, and it's not necessarily her fault. She just might, may not have, you know, been in the plans to go overseas or anything like that. But you can beat domestic fields all you want, and we mm. have amazing domestic fields here. But. It's tough then because Maya's been over in the States and obviously she hasn't been running domestically because she's been over in college, mm. but she's been tearing it up and she's been racing some of the best collegiate athletes in the entire world and getting top 10. Yeah. It's so hard to go past that and I don't know who I'd pick. If you're structuring your year around winning the Zoom Zoom show athlete of the year award, <laughs> you want to have some international competition yeah, in there, right? You don't do. just want to be domestic. Well, we are an international uh, podcast, are we not? 
Yeah. I say this we. This is my first time. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're a we. Welcome you're to the team. Welcome. Welcome to the team. Um, and in fact, this podcast is becoming so long, I, I think we'll split it up into several episodes <laughs> keep people keep people waiting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're probably on to your third episode now. Yeah. <laughs> well, <I'm good>. Experienced <laughs> podcaster. Uh, Alicia, any thoughts? Like, that's the thing, like, dominating a domestic season is amazing. But then exactly what Maya's been doing overseas, like obviously NCAAs is ridiculous. We all know how stacked that is. I'm also looking at these three 800 meter runners going, please, all three of you, can you race? Yeah. Like, it's like the James Preston, Brad Mathis situation where like, let's just get them together and go for, yeah. the, go for the record. Like how many of these girls could potentially go us up to? Mm. And like a two oh a on the cards. Two oh one as well from Allison. Mm. Is she is she coming is she here? Is she staying here? Or Um yeah, I believe she's back. Yeah? Is she back? No, 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 I think no, no, she's, no, still no, she's got going back. Priorities back in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Um but she's gonna be back for nationals. Oh yeah. that's good. What she said her her Jenny should be coming back too. Yeah. So Holly, Jenny and Allison all together racing. God Please. That's a whole sandwich. Oh yes. Will Alison be here for pots? Nah. nah be too soon. Mm. Angie Petty's also coming oh. back into form. It might be a bit soon for her coming back from, from yeah. so, having a baby. But we'll we will see. We will see. That's going to be so exciting to have three because we've had in the past we've had two, right? Mm. We've, yeah. had, we've so had Kat we've... and Angie. Yep. They're both there, but to have three, and I do think all three of those women can break too. Mm-hmm. Undeniably. Yeah. That's the thing, you've got them all pushing each other as well. Mm. Will we have, yeah, a good time to get everyone? Mm. If you're a rich to? yeah, if you're a rich person out there listening, uh, and why wouldn't you? Um, then you should put money towards getting these three women together to race mm-hmm. um, when they're all peaking because you could get some mad kudos from that. Uh, to break that would probably be the New Zealand residence record if we could all get them all doing it here. What's the New Zealand residence record while we're thinking about it? It's got to be like Angie's definitely so Tony got Tony Hodgkinson's one fifty-eight twenty-five is okay. the New Zealand record, um, but that was probably overseas. Yeah. Um, and while Alicia just looks that up, I'm looking at the top twenty list, and there's only two athletes in the top twenty who haven't PP'd this year. So everyone is improving. Um, we've got twelve women under two ten. And then, yeah, we've got... Jesus, did Catherine run 2.05 this year? Did Cat Camp run... She yeah, ran two, Catherine sorry, Camp. She ran 2.05 two this year, and she's run a, a 75 half? Something like that. So, yeah, I've got it on the... Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm my, running it on the feet, yeah. trying to get all, all the spreadsheets open. Or, but while we're at that's it, yeah. insanity. Resonance record for what, 800 What, what range? Two flat, oh, well, mm. two minutes, point yeah. 83. You just, yeah, that's incredible range. Good for her. Yeah. Good for Catherine. Um, great masseuse, by the way. Um, she's my massage therapist back in Christchurch. Uh, ha- uh, oh, there we go. Harm's plug for Catherine Camp. Hit her up. Um, where were we? We were talking about we're, we're Laura versus Maya. Were we still Yeah, there? we're yeah, still I Laura think versus that, Maya. Gosh, we've tangented. Yeah, we, well, we went into the 800 girls because they're all... Yes. My bad. I guess um, key spaces to watch eh, for for next mm. year. Watch the eight hundred. Mm. Maya Ramston's 
sort of top 10 performances I on think, the college scene versus Laura Nagel winning everything domestically. Yeah. I think the top okay, 10 what would, as well. What would athletics points table Oh, yes. oh well. Because 1,500 metre times are actually quite close to each other. There's only mm. a couple of seconds separating them. But mm. Myers, Myers cross-country yeah. result. Oh, yeah. Which is technically distance running. Yeah. True. I think. <laughs> you and you're like, great. <laughs> now, I I am going to go ahead and say that while Laura's season was flawless, mm-hmm. and the fact that she didn't race anyone overseas, not even at the um, Australian Nationals or anything, uh, or did she race Australian Nationals? Uh, I don't think she did. I don't think she did go overseas. Am I wrong, Laura? I'm so sorry if I'm wrong about that. But from somebody who was a very mediocre college runner, I know how hard it is to make, even making NCAAs. Mm. I never made it. And Maya not only makes it, but then is top 10 as a finalist. That is so hard to do. Um, So I'm going to throw it in Maya Ramson. That's my pick. I'll second that. Sorry, Laura. I know you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't shy away. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't get too personal with these fights. And look, they, they don't... Um, we're not handing out any trophies or anything. Maybe also, we should. Maybe we need some trophies. Yeah. That's well, the other thing. So we'll, we'll make some certificates. I'll we'll up a little PDF and any, send it to you. And you I was going to say, if there were cash prizes, I'd like to go back to the men's distance. And <laughs> uh, I changed my vote. Yeah. There was yourself. a guy way at the end. I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could yeah. use some money. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. All right, let's uh, let's push on into the sprints. So should, let's end with the sprints because that uh, that uh, one's the, yeah. yeah. We've got the two national record holders. So. Uh, let's go to jumps, Alicia's world. Well, I mean, female jumps. Do you ignore the men's pole vault? Is this what you're saying? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> uh, but, sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> the truth comes out. My coach is one of them. Uh, please don't listen, James. Um, well, female jumps, I guess you can't really shy away from a Com Games medal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Imogen would probably have to take that out. Another another pole vault medal to add. In saying that though, our high jumpers yeah. are amazing. It's so so cool to see that show done at nationals. It was so awesome. Also, Keely's one eighty nine PB at Com Games is something that you can't yeah, ignore P- as P-B well. Yeah, what first big yep. global debut black singlet, yeah. sixth place in the final. P being tick 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 to handle that pressure. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And there was a clutch jump, pretty sure, yeah. maybe. Just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And that national was clutch jump because oh. she had such a good battle with Imogen Skelton um, in that final. And if it wasn't for Imogen, probably Keely wouldn't be in the uh, at the Com Games because exactly. this is she true. Had this to is true. Clear that height, mm. and she did. Got a big PB and got that. Um, it was a B, B qualifier. B qualifier, yeah. yeah. So, I hope Keely bought her some beers, honestly. Yeah, totally. She owes her something. <laughs> <laughs> so the nominees for female jumps are Keely O'Hagan with that, that Com game, sixth place. Uh, Imogen Skelton with a 186 high jump PB. Josie Taylor also with a 186 PB. Remember, remember she's only 20 years of age. Yeah, she's so young. Um, Imogen Eris 
with that bronze 445. Um, so cool to see Olivia McTaggart, who we may have a scoop, may have been a bit under the yeah, weather in the she games. Just before she was sick, she'll play it down because, you know, Livy doesn't yeah. like making excuses, but she was sick. So it was, it's, yeah, I, I'm gutted for Livy because she was, um, before like we saw her, jumping such on form, like 465, uh, just before, you know, at Nationals. And I didn't it win in 460 at Con Games. I should know I was there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, so if you put that in perspective, you know, I could have easily go toe and toe with the winner. And she had away from I know it was, you know, a poor thing. Yeah. She's still so young, so it's fine. And then I've seen her train and that's the other thing. Like that four sixty five was kinda like expected. That's mm. the other thing. Like it wasn't like, oh, she hasn't been jumping. Like, you know, that was a massive just everything worked on a day jump. It was kind of like a yeah, that was a long time coming. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Like she's she's got She's going to be quite exciting to watch as well in the future. Um, I reckon she'll be tapping on 80s. Awesome. Yeah. Love, and then we like if, it. if you can tapping on the 80s. If you can jump 70, 80, you're all right in the mat. But, no, and that's just one little change. So what did Eliza do at Rio? Do you 480. 480. Yep. Wow. In saying that, though, yeah. Woman's Pulver is fucked. So <laughs> okay. just put it out there. Yeah. In, um, in, in what way? As in, like, 90s. Yeah. Like, there is, they're oh, jumping high. So the game is the, it's the game a, is Like, for example, if the opening height at, a, at the final, World Championship final, is 450. Your opening height. Wow. And then they go to 470. Um, is, was I, am I correct with Olivia? Yeah. Um, sorry, Livy. Uh, what did she do at World Indoors? Actually, that's a good point. That is not on this list, and I'm sorry, Lily, I love you. I just forgot that was this year. Yeah. That felt like last year. I know, we've had so much happening this year. Didn't she get... Fifth? Fourth? I mean, it was a small field, to be fair, but still. Still. An elite field. Elite field. She jumped 460. Yeah. Um, Did she come fourth or fifth? I think we need to check that out. Oh my god! I actually that actually felt like last year. That's so weird. <laughs> you know, a long one, it does. Yeah. That actually felt like last year. Because that changes the game a little bit to have. Because I might change my vote. I mean, obviously Imogen yeah. bronze medal, and but Libby was right behind her in fourth. Oh, and, and same height as well. Same, same height exactly. Yeah. So it was just it was count back right, and <laughs> then to have an additional world championship. Six, um, six place six, for the 460. Oh, okay, yep. Mm. That. Even, even though it was a reduced field, your big guns were there. So, so. yeah, I changed my vote. Sorry, am I? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> You're making your pick between two friends, it's, and this is not okay. It's so hard, this, isn't it? Um, yeah, I've I got to agree. The, yeah. other, the other name Good work, Cam. Good work yeah. at knowing your calendar years. Yes. That's yeah. a very good skill. You've done, done very well. <laughs> And the other name that I put in there as well is Anna Thompson in the triple jump. While oh, yes. Um, distances aren't at that sort of world-class level. She hasn't been beaten since 2020 domestically. Jesus. Holy. She's she had, she had a lot of love, but God. Unstoppable. Actually, that's, that's really impressive. Triple jump. So I think it was Kayla Goodwin who was the last person to beat her. She's now in the States. Dang. Um, but I think Anna Thompson is still jumping further. So, yeah, that's, that's a cool little side thing. But I think we agree, Olivia... Yep. yep. Just disappointing that she was a bit off colour on the on the. God damn these bloody bugs going around! I swear we're a little bit. We've, this has come out a lot. 
mm. and these things, illnesses and stuff. Totally. Yeah, it's been the year of illness. Eh? Yeah. Now, question for the poll vault before yep. we let it go. Oh, yes. Um, Hello. I, I just find it's a really unpredictable event to watch. Yes. Because Try jumping it. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> we don't see... Very like, easy, no height. It's pretty predictable. Mm. Yeah. Like, you probably yeah. could put pretty safe money on... Shot put one, yep. two, and three. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Paul Vault. Paul a bitch. Just putting what it out goes there. Wrong? There's so many things that go wrong. It's one of those like really annoying events that everything kind of has to be working. Like it's just something so dumb. Like for example, this happens a lot and it's annoying. You've got uh, you're warming up, so you warm up. Um, you've got an hour to short. You've got an hour to s- sort your shit out on the runway and then yeah. you've got maybe sometimes at these things like in the qualifiers you have 32 people I'm pretty sure it's 32 wow. and so that's 16 per flight yeah. and there's a lot of pissing around with the bungees and everything like that especially with these like internationally the electronics are this lot and so you've only got one hour to warm up and sort out your run and everything like that now this happens all the time is you've got no wind and you're like cool this is my mark and then suddenly some wind turns up and then you have a tailwind. And what, what happens when you've got a tailwind? You're, you're suddenly quicker, you're suddenly forward, and then suddenly your run has changed. And so you come in for your first height and you can, if you're waiting for ages as well, there's another problem, and suddenly your conditions have changed. And that's why you see them waiting for ages because we're looking at that wind sock. Sometimes it switches from tail, side. Side winds suck because you're holding a sail. Yeah. And if it's just... And so it's one of those really annoying events is if you are a little bit out, sometimes it can just throw you off. The really experienced vaulters, they can kind of adjust on the fly. Like they know so well, they know themselves so well. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to move this back. Well, I'm going to change pole. That's the other thing is like you kind of guess your first pole. Then you move like through poles, like quite often or not. I can't remember if this is right, but sometimes like, for example, James last night, his last attempt on his opening height he blew through his pole. What that means, so that pretty much means is the pole is too soft, which is a good thing. You want big poles to jump high, right? But then like you run out of attempts. Like if he had a fourth attempt, he would have changed pole, got over it. So it's like, it's the most unpredictable event and watching it is even worse because you're just like, literally anything can happen. Like at the Olympics, Katie Najot, third attempt, her last, her first height. And it was like, she kind of went up and almost straight down that, but she got over it. It was fine, but like she was this, she was like she was an inch away from no hiding at the Olympic final, and then she won. So it's something like that. Like honestly, never put money on pole vault. Yeah, just <laughs> don't do it. It's just like it's so easy to just cock it up. Yeah. So yeah. Here at the Zuzu show, you also get gambling advice. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. 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 So all, all sorts of advice. So, lots of advice. Yeah. Here we go. So we. Think There's some insight. Olivia takes it out, but yep. Kelly O'Hagan and uh, Imogen definitely right up there as well. And who knows where that high jump's going to go this year? Oh, I know. That record is there for the taking. It's not mm-hmm. too far away. Mm-hmm. One nine. One nine two. Yeah. Also, that's some gossip so about that. Oh, that world indoors with Livy. Just thought I'd mention is she found out she was going, that, like that week. That it was on. And so she was like a last minute call up. And um, so she was a last minute call up. And she didn't have poles 
So she got her poles That's from Poland. Right. Nice. Yeah. Good, good puns there. Great. Um, pun. New but poles. A lot of puns. Oh, honestly. Poles from Poland. Oh. <laughs> So funny. Um, So good. So it's kind of like going into something like that, just like, I don't, she arrived not that much. Like, yeah. And it's it's Europe, right? So that's a bitch of a flight. And then couldn't get poles on the plane, blah, blah, blah. And trying to sort that out. Didn't even have Jeremy there. Mm. Had a completely different coach. And so just was like a massive wing. Very impressive. So anyway, so yeah, continue. Sorry. No, I wouldn't say anything. Well, let's move over to the male dance where it's, it's quite short. Um, well, well, short is the it's a short, word. List. Short, short list. High jumps. Um, Hamish Kerr equaling the New Zealand record, his own record with that 231, bronze at World Indoors, then gold at Com Games with that 225. I mean, Good luck competing with yeah. this one. Um, but I'll quickly talk through our other nominees. Shea Beach getting up there with a long jump of 783, so that's getting to like the length of a foot within the, the New Zealand record, which is really cool, uh, which stands at 805. And then uh, Ethan Olivier, so these, um, the Olivier brothers are based in South Africa, I think, um, but are officially representing New Zealand. Um, so Ethan getting up to 16.04 in the triple jump, um, and that's only 18 centimetres behind the senior New Zealand record. Damn, son. Dang. Yeah. So watch this space mm-hmm. for Shea Beach but, and Ethan Olivia, but I think we can all oh, agree yeah. that the shoo-in winner oh. in the men's jumps in the same skirt. And also congratulations, Hamish Kerr is a nominee finalist for the Halberg Awards, yes, yes. Sportsman of the Year. So obviously we're not the only ones who think this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't go past Hamish, can you? It's, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Two medals. Two medals. Ones at World Indoors and then that awesome gold at Com Games. Yeah. yeah. Which, well done. Which one would you rather have as a high jumper? Oh. Uh, I would have said gold at comms, right? But if it had been the bronze at world outdoors, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. changes okay, it. The world indoors. Yeah. I mean, it was it's still a really good field. Don't get mm. me wrong. He still beat, uh, he still beat some amazing jumpers. Mm. But yeah, I think that probably the gold at comms. That's worth more when you go and put it on your CV. Yeah. Apply for a job in mm. New Gold, congrats. Yeah. Also, hearing your national anthem when you're standing on the top of the podium oh, yeah. in a absolutely packed stadium is probably i say as i was at the foot of it it is the best feeling mm-hmm. ever was that yep. was that pretty epic did you get a bit teary oh i did almost i cry every podium <laughs> like literally secrets out because yeah. it is like even even like um even when even like when it's like a bronze or like i know like when i saw imogen who i've seen grow up on that podium final, yeah, straight away, I was like, shit. Wow. So I'm a bit of a crier, you know? Like, it's actually, my, my left eye is the worst crier, which is great, because I don't need to use that one. It's my right eye that yeah, works, yeah. which is great. This one, yeah, my right, right eye needs to try, needs, has a job to do. But um, it's, yeah, like, when, when you're right there and then you hear, like, your national anthem play, and so how it works when you're in those things is, like, only one person per country can go in who's there, and it's prioritised on, like... So you kind of get tapped on the... Like, I, the yeah, so, like, you get tapped on the back. Like, I remember before the shot put final, I got tapped on the back before it started. It's like, yeah, I'll see you at the podium. 
Meet me you, here. Do you claim it when you're going into that, that zone? Yeah, you do. Because that's a kind of a win for you. It's it? like a, it's a, it's like a massive, yeah, like, well, like, you know, like, you only go in that spot, and you're right there, and you can't move, and you've got a TV camera above your head, my foot cramped on one of them, it was the shittest thing in the world, because I'm like, if I move, I'm going to ruin the broadcast for everyone, <laughs> but it's right above you, and you're sitting there, and the athletes cry, obviously, and it's like, you just... Everyone, you just hear like your national anthem play throughout the entire stadium. Is yeah, that's best feeling in the world. So did you sing loud enough for the camera to pick it up? Oh my god, no! Like the like right there, I'm sitting there. You can't just sit there and try not breathe because you're like, this is so emotional. But oh my lord, you just hear a little bit of blubbering from the bottom. Yeah, I could cut this up with everyone. Like this is like. And you're like sardined in. There's like a whole bunch of you all sardined in. And it's like, because you've got every agency and then you've got the three country people and then you stand where your person is and everything like that. Like it's, it's quite a process. Like, and then you have to roll out super quick so you're not seen on TV. The mm-hmm. next people go in. Like it is like a contraction yeah. and stuff. Luckily at Com Games, I got some practice. But, you know, so that very was, cool. that's, that's very, very cool into taking photographs at, at these world events and um, yeah, hearing your national anthem, that's got to be pretty epic.